0: Good morning i'm erica
1: i'm chris and
0: we're the pastors of horizon so the thing i have missed the most about having to sort of be socially distanced and quarantined in the midst of this coronavirus pandemic has been going to the grocery store I miss picking out my favorite snacks I miss picking out my favorite popsicles like Chris came home with I I put fruit pops on the list and he came home with lime popsicles like my favorite popsicles are the coconut flavored like he should know this so giving up control over by over someone else letting someone else buy my favorite snacks and Bring home the food. It has just really been an an exercise in letting go. And all week I was like, I miss going to the grocery store. Um, I go to the Publix on the corner of Del Mabry and Neptune, and I, I, I really thought that's what I was missing about that Publix was the fact that I don't get to pick out my favorite cheat snack or the avocados that I like anymore. But what I realized I miss is that every single time I walk in those sliding glass doors, and get my cart at the Publix there on the corner of Neptune and Del Mabry. I, I get this like every time I walk in those doors. Hey, are you TMA's daughter-in-law? And I'm like, who's TMA. tma is tall mrs allen that's chris's mom she taught first grade here in south tampa for 41 years and apparently she's a celebrity so we as we've been thinking about influence this week we i've thought about what an influence she must have on the lives of so many so many people here that every single time i walk in the door i'm not known as erica allen i'm known as tma's mm. daughter-in-law
1: yeah, for so often or so much of my life, I've always thought influence meant that you had the right job, the right position. You had the loudest megaphone, you had the tallest stage um, to shout out. You had the most followers on Instagram. You you had people that you could you could get your message out quickly, and you would influence the world that way. Um, But I I really have come to realize over this last few weeks of doing this influence series um, that the people that have influence don't influence the masses immediately. Mm -hmm. It's that they have influence over just a few people, and I've seen that in my own mom's life, um, the way that she just poured into her students year after year. Um, She might have only had 18 kids in her class, but she had them for 180 days, and for those 180 days, those students knew that they were cared for, that they were loved, and that they had a hope. A hopeful future because of what my mom was doing and so that's the kind of influence that's the kind of people that um we want to be right
0: that's exactly the kind of people that we want to be that we don't have to I, it's been really helpful for me to think about like what influence do i have right here in my own home over my two kids that are home with me mm-hmm. in the midst of working in in the midst of all of this like what influence do i have right here right now and how can that be an influence that's really impacting the world, and, and to be honest with you, I, like I've thought about what it is that influences my life, and we've we've spent some time this week reading through a story about about a guy named Paul and Ananias, and and Paul is he's a superstar in the New Testament. He wrote most of the New Testament. Um, he started new churches. He is he is a guy of influence. He was in the right positions. God used him at the right time in the right place. And, and and that's what we were planning on talking to you about this morning was about Paul and the, mm-hmm. the influence that he had. And, and Chris picked up on a different character this week, and I'm going to let him tell you just a little bit about him.
1: Yeah, so there's this guy that shows up in uh, Acts chapter 9. So if you have your Bibles with you, um, go ahead and open it up, Acts chapter 9. If you got it on your phone, flip it open right now. Um, so there's this guy named Ananias that shows up in this story. And again, like Erica said, I, I was planning on just using uh, Paul. Like, Paul, what? Like if we're going to end, end an influence series, I want to end on Paul. Um, but I was reading this story this week, and I just became so like, I was like, I don't even know if I've ever paid attention to Ananias. Ananias um, has really no other, this particular Ananias has no other mention in the Bible. We don't know if he uh, really, what else he does. Um, But yet he has a tremendous influence on Paul's life, who yes, we know has then a great influence because Paul's the one that really takes this Jesus movement global at this point. Um, And so I want to read you this story from Acts. So starting in verse 10, it says, In Damascus there was a disciple named Ananias. The Lord called to him in a vision, Ananias. Yes, Lord, he answered. The Lord told him, Go to the house of Judas on Straight Street and ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul. And so, at this point, uh, Paul's name hadn't yet been changed to Paul; it was still Saul. Um, so, ask for Saul, for he is praying. In a vision, he has seen a man named Ananias come and place his hands on him to restore his sight. Lord, Ananias answered. I have heard many reports about this man and all harm he has done to your holy people in Jerusalem. And he has come here with authority from the chief priest to arrest all who call on your name. But the Lord said to Ananias, Go, this man is my chosen instrument to reclaim my name to the Gentiles and their kings and to the people of Israel.
0: I think the first thing that strikes me about what Ananias um, does is, like, there is a real opportunity for him to say no. Like, mm-hmm. God this guy is known for killing people. I'm not real interested in this. And God says, no, Ananias, I've asked you to do this. And so Ananias doesn't work out of this sort of self-protection model or protecting himself or making sure he's okay or even that he's going to get some glory for this at some point in time. He is concerned only about God's glory. And so if you want to be an influencer, a person who's influencing the lives of the people around you, if you want to offer, a word of hope in the midst of despair like Paul is blind he's praying like something's got to happen my whole life has been shattered here and Ananias shows up not to fix the problem but to to say focus your eyes on God let's bring glory to God in this and so I think the first thing that w- that I recognize that influencers do is they they care way more about God getting the glory than themselves getting any mm-hmm. kind of glory and and they don't mind that it might mean that they have to sacrifice or give up a little something for that to happen
1: yeah yeah uh, the second thing that we know about uh, Ananias is that that he was a follower of Jesus. He was honest about that, um, and so when we we look around at the people that are in our lives uh, people are looking at you that they're curious about um, who you are what you're involved in and so if we if we think that that people are actually going to be changed by this message of jesus if we think that, that jesus is going to change lives and hearts then we actually have to just share that message we we can't just go around i, I know i often do this even as a pastor um it, it can be super scary um like if if people really want to just if they want to figure out jesus if they want to know more well they'll, they'll read their bible they'll 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 know I'm a, a
0: pastor. Mm-hmm. Like, they're going to check my LinkedIn account. They'll ask me about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, right now, like, oh, they'll just watch it online if they want to know more about church. They, um, But to be a... a- a, a genuine influencer to share your faith in a meaningful way. You've got to be honest about what what's influencing your own life. So if it really is Jesus, if Jesus is shaping your life, if it's if it's the church, if it's this community, um, be honest. Be willing to share it.
0: In my own life, Jesus has set me free from needing um, 150,000 followers on Facebook. Like He really has helped my heart be formed in a way that's okay with. I just have to influence the people right around me, and that that mean that that's all yeah. that matters. And I'm thankful for the people in our church and our community who also like I, I, Jesus influences my life and I only have to influence the two or three people around me. Um, the third thing that Ananias does is he pays attention to the people God puts in his path. Mm-hmm. So God says, go to straight street and do this. <laughs> and he goes to straight street to the people who and he pays attention to the people who God puts mm-hmm. in his path. And I, I Influencers do that.
1: Absolutely. I have to even think about my own life. Mm-hmm. Um, if, I, if I go back to that time that I first connected to Christ... I think about a particular person um, that invited me, that, that that wanted to share Christ with me. And I, I, if, I, if you think about your own story, that first time that you connected with Christ, or maybe as an adult, what was that story that, that brought you back to church? Um, or maybe even more particular, what brought you to Horizon? Yeah, some of you, they, it may have been the Google search. It might have been just driving by and let it look like some fun people at, in front of a middle school, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but if you think about those those stories, I, I bet you'll find a particular person that paid attention to you.
0: This week, I was texting with um, a woman who's connected to our church, and I said, I'm sorry, it's been nine weeks since I've checked in with you, but I have to, I have to send you an email. I have to send you a text message and check on you because... My son was standing in the middle of our living room singing songs to Jesus about how much Jesus loves him and how nothing's ever going to separate him from the love of God. And he stops in the middle of it, and he turns around, and he says, Can you tell Miss Jenny I love her? Miss Jenny is his teacher. She teaches our two and three year olds at Horizon Kids week after week after week. She showed up six months into a church plant, three or four months into a church plant, and she comes up to me and she says, Erica, I feel like God asked me to teach children here at at Horizon. Like, I feel like that's what God has asked me to do. It it was just Mm -hmm. like Ananias. Like, I, I believe I can have the influence, and it's not two or three people. We have, we have two and three year olds like running out our ears at Horizon. They're everywhere. And I, she was like, I want to teach the toddlers. And we were like, mm-hmm. sign her up right now before she can change <laughs> her mind. Um, <laughs> send her to Straight Street. Um, we want her. Um, so we, we got her signed up, and, and our kids love her, they connect mm-hmm. with her. And I realized on sun, last Sunday, as, as David is standing in our floor, and he he stops in the middle of what he's talking about, like he connects the love of Jesus to the way Miss Jenny loves him and has poured her life into him every single Sunday for 18 months now. And he looked at me and he said, Text her, text her right now and tell her I love her and I miss her. And so I, I just want to tell you, like, Whatever God is telling you to do, it's not crazy. It's not crazy if, you, if you're if you like, I know I'm supposed to do this. I'm supposed to influence the lives of people in this way. I know this. This is what God has asked me to do. It's not crazy, and it's making a profound influence. And so we just want to reiterate right now, we are people who need to shine God's light and ignite God's change. I've never seen a community so desperate for some hope and light in the midst of these times. And God has asked us to be the people who do that what does it look like for a three-year-old to stand in the floor and say i love you because you have followed god and you cared more about god's glory than your own like whatever you want to do on sunday morning what does it look like for 35 years from now for a first grader to to know that they are loved by god because of of, of you taking your job serious not because you got to teach kids about, about Jesus, but because the way you love them taught them about the love of Jesus. And so what does it look like this morning for you to influence the lives of the people right around you? That's what mm-hmm. God's asking us to do this morning.
1: Absolutely. A movement this Jesus' movement that goes to the ends of the earth. Um uh, can start right here at home right now with just those two or three people that are around you. Who are those people that are in your path, whether that's um, someone bagging your groceries at Publix mm-hmm. um, or if it's just a neighbor that is in need or just literally the people that are in your home?
0: Yeah. What does it look like to just say thank you, to shine some light and ignite some change this week? You are an influencer. God wants to use you in mighty ways to change this world to look more like the world God dreams for it to be. Let us pray. God, I just pray that every person listening to the sound of our voices, whether it be right now or, or even years from now because of the power of recordings, God, that they will know that you have created them to be an influencer, that you will use them to, to help your glory to shine here in this place, that, God, you'll, you'll shape our hearts to care more about influencing the people right around us than having a big voice and a big megaphone. And most of all, God, we we just pray that we will pay attention to the people you put in our path today and that we will recognize that you've asked us to influence those people. We love you, and we thank you for loving us and for using people like us to be influencers. Amen. Amen.